Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. It's a good start, isn't it? This is what happens when you do a couple of beer reviews in a row. You start having the previous beer kind of start to repeat now, and you're about to start another one, so <laughs> there's professionalism. So yeah, what I did was I was going around trying to find a beer um, that was requested by a viewer, wanted us to kind of review a a beer that uh, just to see what we thought of it and or what I thought of it, whatever. And uh, yeah, I got a. I eventually got a bottle, or a few bottles of it. But to cut a long story short, I was looking in the kind of local shops that he recommended that uh, he got his, and I couldn't get it down here in these shops. But what I did manage to find was a blast from the past, Caffrey's. So Caffrey's Irish Ale, isn't it? Premium. It's a premium Irish Ale. It's a widget. It's one of these widget bloody cans. Now, Caffrey's. Caffrey's, a bit of a strange history with Caffrey's. Caffrey's was, it was a strange one. It was in America. It was licensed to Molson Coors. Brewing company, so they basically sold it um, in America, and then what they did was they bought over the rights to Caffrey's Premium Irish Ale, and then they stopped selling it in the U.S. because they'd had their own kind of uh, Irish beer that they were selling in the U.S. and Canada, so they decided to stop selling Caffrey's because they didn't want it to compete with their own kind of Irish ale that they were flogging. And, uh, well, it's one of these ones that's went down and down, because it actually was selling really quite well. When it was first launched, it was actually quite popular and had quite a good advertisement. And, of course, it was promoted a lot in the pubs. I remember when I was in my early 20s, it was being promoted a lot. And I used to have the odd glass of it and things like that, just to kind of break things up. Even from then, I was starting to kind of mix about with my beers instead of sitting there drinking the same kind of beer all night I'd be having heavies and just the odd Guinness and just kind of break up my kind of beer drinking of a night when I was out in the pubs just to kind of make it a bit more interesting and just because if not I would just get bored and then I would just stop drinking and well, you're not drinking no I'm just bored of it I'm sick of it from that point of view so uh, there isn't really much about it apart from it's 3.8% by volume, so it's not very much. And it's refreshingly smooth. And uh, that's it. it's a 440ml can, and I think I got this. I got it at B&M, and it's £3.99 for full pack. So there you go. So £3.99. So it's uh, just under a pound a can. And you know when it's under a pound a can... All you're going to get is wall-to-wall -wall quality. I know that. I know what you're thinking. I'm thinking the same myself. This is going to be an absolute delight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a beer with a widget, oh, which basically means you've got a bit of nitrogen in there to make it a creamy head. Oh, well, that costs nothing nowadays. Absolutely nothing. Widgets, nitro. Oh, 
cans. No, not a problem. Under a pound finished product. There you go. You know it's going to be quality. What's in here is going to be the dog's balls. <laughs> right, let's see what this is like. Let's crack it open and pour. There we go. The thing is, though, I used to spend quite a lot of time in Ireland, and I spent a lot of time down in the kind of the Clamell area and things like that. And uh, I remember the Kilkenny Brewery and things like that. And I used to quite like basically drinking in that area and get wired into the, the Kilkenny Ale and things like that. Remember Caffrey's being such a great thing. Now, I think this was originally brought out because, of course, Guinness has Smithwick's. That was a big thing. So the kind of Guinness Irish ale was Smithwick's. And Caffrey's was there to kind of take on the Smithwick's, basically. And uh, it was promoting the UK. So as you can see, quite a kind of creamy head, a bit like kind of the old John Smith nonsense, you know, John Smith smooth. Mm. Creamy pish water is what I call it. So, yes, it's nice and clear. What smells are we getting? None. None. What I'm getting, the only kind of slight hint I'm getting is bonio. The kind of dog biscuit smell. It's got a little hint of, of dog biscuit. And that's it. Which sounds very appetising, doesn't it? But yeah, it doesn't smell of beer. It smells more of uh, dog biscuits. Is it Bonio or Bono or whatever it's called? But yeah, it's what I used to give to my dog when it actually liked me. Yeah, it didn't give me any. So, let's see what it tastes like. Didn't really taste that much. In fact, it's lacking in flavour. It's one of these beers that if you don't like the flavour of beer, oh, this is right up your street. Jesus God. Slightly like kind of metallic, coppery kind of taste in the after taste, kind of flavour, which is lovely and pleasant. And apart from that, can't really taste much. I'll try and break it down. Right. The front of the mouth, you don't really get flavour. What you get is more texture. And uh, the two kind of textures you get is a kind of sensation of moisture and wetness and uh, a kind of creaminess. So you're getting a kind of slightly creaminess, which is probably from the head, and the moisture actually comes from the actual beer underneath. And that's what you're getting at the front of the mouth. Flavour-wise, well, we haven't really got there yet. 
you know it's building up there it's going to be it's going to be a big finish but excited to start off very light in the flavor front yes so no real flavor at all at the front of the mouth we then move on to the mid tongue and this is where it really starts to get interesting because in the mid tongue there's moisture not so much creaminess and absolutely no flavor whatsoever just completely lacking in flavor just it's like we're getting there but again they're playing it they're playing the slow game playing the long game they don't want to kind of commit themselves too early and then what it does is it all happens in the aftertaste as it moves from the mid tongue into the aftertaste what you're getting is a barrage of metallic that's what you're doing you're getting a nice kind of metallic kind of coppery kind of flavor there and then it just i'm gone see you thank you very much and aftertaste and everything else is gone and you just have the slight kind of lingering of like have i lost a filling what kind of scenario as i'm talking about an amalgam filling the more mercury ones and then that's it there we go just bland utterly bland i could probably see why they they thought well this would be perfect to take on some ethics because most things that come from the the greenest brewery is bloody bland anyway but i have asked in other um videos that's very popular right now with this nitro surge kind of gimmick system and it's on sale in tesco's over here and so is the can so if you want me to spend my hard-earned pennies on that then uh let me know in the comments whether I should or not. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm quite happy if you... Well, I'm not quite happy to spend that bloody money and that shit. I'll be totally honest, but I'm quite happy to do it to help you out. If I was doing it for myself, I would turn around and say, Graham, get a grip of yourself. You're not spending money in that pish. But from my point of view, from a review, and if any of the the viewers are interested in me doing it and giving an honest opinion, then yeah. And from what people have been saying, and of course, you know, they're not trying to kind of play into the kind of Guinness, uh, Guinness's good books. They have say that the flavour is different from the actual genuine draft from the nitro surge can. So if anybody's interested, then let me know in the comments if you want me to go and get that and do a review on that. But this, well, it's 3 99 it's 3.8, 440ml can. Well, that's me listed the good points. Flavour-wise, just lacking in flavour. Got a slightly metallic aftertaste. And it really is, it's just nothing to it. No body, no flavour, no aromas. Just, it's, just, it's just a colour, colour and a texture. That, that's what you've got there, so you've got the how it looks quite on kind of amber and uh yeah what would i give this out of 10. well i suppose if you're on a budget and you want to drink cheap beer cheap unoffensive beer well it's not it's not offensive in any way it's unoffensive because it doesn't taste of anything to, to really cause offense i mean it's very neutral from that point of view and it is very affordable £3.99 for a four pack. So, yeah, you go, it's under a pound a tin. 
Uh, 3.8%, so it's a bit low, but it's not that far away from the 4% point of view. It is very easy to drink because it doesn't really taste of anything. So, yeah, it's very kind of similar to kind of John Smith's from that point of view. It's very kind of John Smith's smooth kind of esque, and if you like that, then you'll like this. A bit kind of similar to Borrington's and all these other nitro pour piss waters. But, yeah, out of 10, what would I give it? Three and a half. For my point of view, three and a half out of ten. But at the end of the day, if you want a cheap beer, then it's something you can try. But yeah, for me, three and a half out of ten. And you can't really kind of score it because there isn't really any flavour. In fact, there isn't really anything, like I said, apart from a colour and a texture. So it's uh, three and a half out of ten it's three point eight percent alcohol it's four hundred and forty mil can three pound ninety nine for a four pack at b and m thanks for watching cheers and bye for now